You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. Okay, everyone, today we have Mikael T. And the reason I'm saying T is because I can't pronounce the Finnish last name. So I'm going to actually let Mikael pronounce that in a second. But he is the CEO of Supermetrics, which is, think of it as reporting made easy. You can pull in different marketing data. They have a lot of different integrations in there. We've actually been using Supermetrics for a couple of years. I talk about it a lot on the Marketing School podcast. We're big fans of what they do. I think we have to have been using it for maybe five, six years or so. But yeah, I mean, we use it on agency side for reporting and also internally for our own projects. So Mikael, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for being here. So yeah. Well, A, can you pronounce your last name? And then B, can you tell us a little bit about kind of uh, what your story is with Supermetrics? Yeah, sure. So first of all, my last name is Tuneberry. There's no way I would have gotten that. (laughs) Not many people do. So that's fine. So yeah, Supermetrics, what we do is we getting marketing data easy for everyone. So that's the basic concept. So there's a lot of marketing data scattered around in different systems. There are more and more different marketing tools that you would use in a typical company. So you could use, you know, different advertising platforms like Facebook and Google, Bing and so on. Then you would have a CRM, you would have a web analytics tool, you would have various other kinds of MarTech tools. And all of these have their own data and all of that data is scattered in these different systems and it's very difficult to get the big picture. So what we do is we automate getting that data, all of that together into one place. So you can see how your your marketing is working and paying off. Got it. So that's the basic concept behind Supermetrics. Okay. So, you know, the way we use it right now is we integrate Supermetrics with other, let's say, Google ads or Facebook ads, right? And mm-hmm. it's not like other reporting suites where you log into a web app, at least from what I've seen. I mean, from the way I think my team uses it is, you know, they basically will pull the data into like a Google Sheets and then the Google Sheet will update once a month, but it's a pretty detailed report. Am I missing anything there? No, that's correct. So that differentiates us from many other tools. There are lots of tools that solve the same basic problem, getting marketing data together. But we solve it in a different way because we don't have our own reporting layer. Instead, we let you keep using the tools that are already in your organization, like Google Sheets, and we make it easy to get the data into those tools. That's been a pretty good positioning for us. So we don't need to, need to focus on improving the reporting layer, but we can really focus on making these high-quality connectors to get the data into those tools. Got it. And how do you guys make money today? It's a pure uh, SaaS model, so you pay a monthly or annual subscription price. Got it. Okay. So I'm looking at your pricing right now, just so people can get some context. You guys start at 99 bucks a month for the Google Sheets version, and you have a Data Studio version. Can you talk about the Data Studio version? Yeah, sure. So for Google Sheets, if you want to really analyze the data, kind of do calculations, control all the visualizations, merge data from different data sources together, I think Google Sheets or Excel are perfect for that. So that's a big use case among our users. Then the other thing is if you just want to make pretty looking reports, then you would use a tool like Google Data Studio, which is also really popular among our users and growing. So we make it really easy to get to get the marketing data into Google Data Studio. If, if your aim is to create nice looking dashboards. That's a really great tool for that. And of course, Google provides uh, the tool for free. So it's a pretty good deal. Okay, that's awesome. And yeah, I'm looking at the pricing. You have a lot of different kind of options here. Supermetrics for Excel, Supermetrics for BigQuery, Supermetrics API. So there's a lot that people can pull in here. So 
what numbers can you share around the business today? Because you guys have been around for a while. What can you share on the business? Yeah, so we've been around actually for almost 10 years. So I started the company in 2010 originally as a, as a one-man business. But for many years, it operated at a, a kind of side project for employing just myself partly. So only only the like past three years have been really, really kind of rapid growth. Right now, we are at 17 million euros in annual recurring revenue. And yeah, still growing fast at over 100% year on year. And uh, we are also a profitable company. So Wow. It's, Congrats it's on that. Did you guys raise any venture capital at all? Yeah, we raised a small round in 2017, 3.5 million back then. Got it. What do you think has led to your guys' growth? Like, what's one thing that's working pretty well for you guys right now? So I think it's what worked from the beginning is the like strong focus on, on making a great product. So I think I myself, I'm very like product focused and I've also always been like really putting my efforts into making product really great and, and kind of trying to solve the problems that marketers have in, in getting their data together. So having the high quality product that has over the years gotten us like a really big user base and then there's a lot of word of mouth because people love the product and they talk about the product to their colleagues and that's how it spreads virally. So that's, I think, still the biggest factor in our growth, still word of mouth. Okay, due to word the quality of mouth. Product. Got it. So is it because yeah. I mean, the way I heard of it, and usually I would say that's, uh, you know, it's I'll be like, okay, I dig a little deeper. But actually, the way I've heard of you guys is actually through other marketers talking about supermetrics. And mm -hmm. then other people say they've heard of supermetrics through like, you know, the podcast I do, right, the separate one. But you talked about the product a little bit. And a question I like to ask around uh, product too is you said you've been doing the business for 10 years, how long did it take you to get the product market fit? And what do you think was the thing that, you know, kind of switched it on for you guys? Because I can tell you for us on the SaaS side, you know, it's taken us a while to kind of figure that part out. Curious to know like how long it took for you guys and what you guys did to get there. So I would say I actually got to the product market fit immediately, even before I started the company. So I was actually working as an analyst myself at a gaming company here in Finland before I started Supermetrics. And there I was myself facing the problem of getting this marketing data together into Excel. I was doing a lot of copy pasting, which was really boring. So I decided to automate that process in that company and that turned out well there. And I figured there's got to be a larger market for this similar solution. So I can't be the only analyst in the world who is struggling with, with getting the data together. And it turned out to be true. So actually, when I started the company from the get go, there was demand for the, for the solution. So I didn't really need to look for the solution or the product market fit at all. It was there from the start. So when you started out as a one man shop, I mean, how, you know, product market fit, who did you have that actually bought from you? Because you're a very product based person. Did you have people lined up ready to go? Like what happened there? Yeah, so there's an interesting story behind how I got started there. So I was looking for a solution in my previous job to get this data together. I was Googling for a solution and I actually found a forum post about getting Google Analytics data into Excel, which was exactly what I was trying to do. And there, a Googler had posted that the first person who successfully links Google Analytics with Excel gets a Google T-shirt. The Google Analytics API was brand new back then, so there wasn't really a solution for that yet. And yeah, I figured that that's perfect. I, I get to solve my own problem with this new API and also get a Google T-shirt. So <laughs> I started working on that. I don't have a technical background, so I'm not a coder by background, but I figured that it can't be that difficult to make kind of an Excel macro to get that data into Excel from, from this new API. 
and I, I managed to solve the problem. I responded to that forum post by the Googler and, and, and he sent me the, the t-shirt. But more importantly, he also blogged about the solution. So there was a blog in 2009 about ways to get Google Analytics data into Excel and the script that I had written was the number one solution mentioned in that, that article. And that then formed kind of the basis of my marketing efforts. So a lot of people then started contacting me due to that blog post. So that's how I got the initial traction. Got it. Yeah. So it sounds like being in the right place at the right time on that one. So it's not really easy for anyone to replicate there, but I think it's just kind of continuing to hustle. And sometimes the opportunities just pop up. So, you know, when I Google you guys, Supermetrics, there's a lot of people bidding on your keywords, right? And then, you know, I'm just reading one of these, some of these ads right here. It's pretty funny. It's like, you know, seriously, or it's like, you should try our solution. It's pretty competitive, right? How do you guys continue to stay ahead of the curve and, and innovate? Yeah. So I find it that bit annoying that people bid on our us, but it's also flattering, I think. I'm sure there's a lot of search volume, more search volume on our brand than many of the competitors. So I think it probably makes makes sense for them to try. But yeah, we have a large product development team in-house. We don't use any outsource development as opposed to some of the competitors who do. So we, we want to keep all of that knowledge in-house and we really put a lot of focus on that side, especially on the data source side. So I think we are known for the high quality data source connectors that we make. We really try to put a lot of effort to kind of cover everything that is available in the data sources. So not just a subset of the most important kind of metrics and dimensions, but everything that is available and also trying to make it easy for the user to get the data they want from that data source. Many of these data sources, they have quite complex APIs. So the interface is where you get the data. So but we try to kind of try to hide that complexity from the end user. So the end user can just, you know, pick, I want these metrics split by these dimensions. And then we figure out the API requests we need to make to kind of fulfill that need from the user. And we, in some cases, we need to make dozens of different API requests and then combine the data together in, on our side. So it can be really complex on our side, but for the user, it's simple to get the data that the user needs. And I think we've done a pretty good job. And I think we focused on that much more than many of the competitors. It, it sounds have. like even from the very beginning, it's been a hardcore product and engineering focus, which has kind of kept you ahead of the curve. Is that correct? Yes, that's definitely correct. You know, working on it alone for many years in, in the beginning, I think myself, I mostly enjoy working with the product. And I think still now that we have a rapidly expanding team, we still have a very strong focus on the product and engineering. So do you have any recommendations for, and I don't usually ask this, but like if someone wants to become a good product manager, what are your recommendations for them to actually accomplish that? I couldn't really say. I don't have any kind of formal background in product engineering. And, you know, I don't know all the methodologies and things like that. I really much rely on my own intuition. And I think that has served us pretty well so far. Of course, now the next challenge is how to kind of make that work in a kind of expanding organization where I can't be always the person to kind of determine what, what to do. Okay. But I don't really feel I can tips to any, any kind of aspiring product managers. No. Well, that's fine. Let me flip it a little bit then. So what are like maybe one or two of your favorite products out in the market that's not Supermetrics right now? <laughs> can I say Google Sheets? You said Google Studio is that or Google Sheets? No, you can't say that too because you guys are using that. So that's cheating. Oh, yeah, that's true. But it's also, it's a great product, I think. I use it for other stuff all the time. Slack, uh, I like really much, for sure. Yeah. So the reason I ask is because I think 
you know, perhaps a good product manager has a good sense for what they like in products. So like even actually Google Sheets is fair, right? You know, Slack is fair too. But, you know, what I've seen in the past is really good product managers. They use a lot of different products and they know what they like and what they don't like, right? So even if you don't have any quote unquote formal training, which I think is hard to do for a product manager, you have to have, I think, a specific taste in what you like with product. Do you think that's a fair comment or? Yeah, that sounds fair. I think I have a pretty good grasp on what works and what doesn't. Got it. All right. Working towards wrapping up here, a couple more questions. So what would you say is one new tool that's added a lot of value to your life maybe in the last year? So for me, it could be like an app or it could be like a physical thing. So for me, it's like a Peloton bike. Maybe on a personal level, the Oura Ring. I don't know if you are familiar with it. Oh, yeah, it's I awesome. have one. It's great. Smart ring. Yeah, I really love that product. So I think it's shown me that I need to sleep much more. Than well, you I know, do. the thing with the Aura Ring is like, I looked at it this morning. It shows okay. I have gaps in my sleep. There's like a lot of white space every night. I don't know if that's happening to you, but I'm actually going to have the CEO on this podcast soon. I'm going to ask him about it, but I don't know if that happens to you. Like you mean that the ring is not measuring? Well, it just says like I'm awake like two hours each night, right? But I'm not like actually awake. So. Oh, yeah, I have the same, but I am actually awake. So. Oh, huh. Okay. Well, you know what? I mean, they're finished, right? So you can, what I'll do is when the CEO is on this podcast, I'm going to say we've had multiple guests on this podcast and they've had, uh, you know, some issues with it or maybe yours is real. So I don't know. But anyway, mine is real for sure. I am really awake. Final question from my side. What is one must read book you'd recommend to the audience? For some reason, I like to read these books about high flying businesses that fail in a spectacular fashion. So I, I think a recent example would be maybe bad blood. Huh. I feel like those stories are fascinating, but why do you like those? I really don't know. I, somehow the kind of combination of this hybrid and then a sudden uh, disaster, I, I think it's just fascinating. It's entertaining uh, for I, sure. I, I try to avoid the same fate in, with supermetrics. I think we are starting to have the hybrid a little bit here. <laughs> All right. Well, Mikael, what is the best way for people to find you online? Well, I guess LinkedIn. LinkedIn, you guys can find Mikael. I would just type in Mikael LinkedIn Supermetrics. You'll probably find him that way easier in Google. And Mikael, this has been awesome. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.